a good Nerv Shabbos. Parshas Kisavoy. Parshas Kisavoy is the Parsha of what we call the infamous Teichacha. I don't know if there's a really nice way to translate Teichacha, rebuke. Um, but if you read the Teichacha, it's no jokes. It's very serious. And the Gemara tells us that we specifically lay the Parsha of these Teichacha, of these punishments, right before Rosh Hashanah. And the point of that is, as we daven, as Rosh Hashanah sets in the famous tefillah, Tichle Shana Ukilay Seha. May the year and its curses end. We don't need to enumerate or go through the curses of this past year. And that's why we do it. And the Gemara asks, so why not do it the last Shabbos before, which is Parshish Nitzavim? Always is the last Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah. And the Gemara says, we don't want to have somewhat of a break, not too close to Rosh Hashanah. So we hear Erev Rosh Hashanah, and we're going to listen in Shul, for those that will be in Shul, to very difficult Teichachah. Really strong, strong Teichachah. Um, if you don't know the translation, then maybe this week don't take an English Chumash when you're in Shul. Might be better off. Because if you're going to listen to the Teichacha, you can really get disheartened. But that's the prerequisite to Rosh Hashanah. The day where we come and say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hayem Harasoylam, Im Kivanim, where I like your children. It needs a pshat. I want to add to the question, in it with the most mysterious pasuk in Shir Shir. There are 98 curses in this week's parsha, And right in the middle of the Chaydash Elul of the Yimei Rachimim, where we're trying to get HaKadosh Baruch Hu to find favor in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's eyes, right now is when it starts. Listen to a mind-boggling pasuk. The nations of the world turn to Klal Yisrael in Shir Shirim, and they ask a number of questions. One of the questions they ask is Ma mi doid? And Rashi brings that the that the nations of the world turn to Klai Yisrael and say, "You are the most dedicated nation in the world. You in the fires at stake. You with go through our history when we gave up everything, jumping into." all kinds of places to our deaths, not to chas v'shalom, bow down to anything but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The amount of yidin that were nefesh, they gave up their lives for Hashem, it's, it's unbelievable. The simplest Jews jumped into fires, not to bow down. And the nations of the world turn, they say, Ma why is it that you are the most faithful? You are so much more faithful and dedicated to your God than any one of us. In any other religion, the second God doesn't work out with you. You just switch God. You create another one. You build a new one. It's, it's easy. Yet Klai Yisrael doesn't budge in the concentration camps. They were singing Ibdus Hashem B'Simcha in the gas chambers. And the nation of the world and many stories of the Germans went crazy from it. What's wrong with you people? 
No matter what your God does, you're faithful. What is it? It blew them away. And the Germans asked it 80 years ago. But the question was already posed in Shira Shirim. What? Why are you so much more beloved and love your God than all of us? And Claudius all answers three words. Daidi, our God, is Tzach V'Adam. He is Tzach V'Adam. Little translation is, is that he is white. Tzach means clean, which represents, says Rashi, Chesed and red. V'Adam, which is, that means we recognize that Kodesh Baruch has two parts. They're both from his love. One is Rachman, one is Din. That's how Rashi learned. That we say that even when HaKadosh Baruch is tough with us, we recognize it's one of his two ways of dealing with us. But one of the Rishonim, the Rekeach, says a mind-boggling pshat. He says, we answer, Doidi Tzach. What is the gematria of the word Tzach? 98. You know why we're so faithful to Hashem? Because he gave us 98 Teichachah. He gave us 98 terrible punishments that are hanging over our head if we don't listen. That's why we love Hashem. Could you imagine? Listen to the Regeach. Chalai Yisrael's answer to the nation of the world is, you know why we're in such love with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Because he gave us in Parshish Kisavai 98 tremendous rebuke, tremendous toichacha. I think everyone here, if you weren't muted, would chime in and say, this is the most incredible, mind-boggling rikeach you will ever hear. So perhaps sometimes the best way to explain something is with a story. Somewhat of a uh, more known story. Rabbi Krohn tells it over, and uh, it's in one of his books, and once it's in Rabbi Krohn's hands, we all know it's going to go world famous. So let me just share with you an amazing story. Rav Gustman used to say over this story, there was a young man who was an, uh, an avid painter, an amazing artist, painted the most magnificent pieces of art. And he would sit for hours enchanted in his drawings. He was in a different world. Totally, you couldn't talk to him. He literally had no idea what the weather was, where he was. And one day he went up on a beautiful mountaintop where there was a backdrop, where there was mountains and water and grass. It was a breathtaking view. And he took one look at this view and he's like, this is it. Went ahead, parked his easel right on one of the mountaintops and he was in seventh heaven. He began to draw. Hours straight, he was drawing. So remember, after a long time, his father, who was sitting with a group of his friends, got a little concerned. And he said, let's go. he told me where he's going, let's go check up on him. They went up and sure enough, they see their son, he sees his son, and his friends see his son, and he has the most magnificent, it was breathtaking, the view, and the art was as beautiful as the view, and the son was so excited, he stood up, and he started showing the father and his friends this magnificent piece of art, and all of a sudden, the friends are like totally enthralled, the father goes ahead and takes a thing of paint, and slams it right at the easel, destroying the entire piece of art that he just worked for hours on. You can just imagine the sun, the, 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 the horror 
the question that he had at that moment to his father. You, not these people, you out of all people went ahead and threw the paint at this beautiful thing? It had to be one of your friends, fine. You, my own father, you did this to me? And the father, after he calms down, tells him, no, 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 no. I was the only one that threw it because I'm your father. He says, you were getting so into your piece of art and you were showing everyone what you were doing. You were this close to the end of the cliff. You're about to fall off. None of the friends realized because they were focusing on the easel. They were focusing on the piece of art. I, as your loving father, saw that if I scream, you're going to fall right over. The only way to save you from going backwards was to push you forwards, to bring you forward. And that was by distracting your thought process and distracting your being enchanted with your piece of art. So no, my dear son, it was only me that cared enough to save your life as you're falling off the cliff. It was only me that cared enough to destroy your piece of art with, 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 my, with the paint. And the son, after recognizing what happened and how close he was to the end, hugged his father and recognized that yes, it made a lot of sense now. Kal Yisrael turns to Kosh and has a question. Why is it that we suffer so much more than anyone else? Us? Your kids? Our own father? Everyone else's kids are fine? You're the one? What's the pshat? HaKadosh Baruch's response is, I don't care about everybody else. The entire world is standing on a cliff and they're falling off one by one. One country to the next, to the next. It's going crazy. Because Baruch says, there's only one person on the mountain cliff that I care about. And when I see you falling off, I will smash paint onto your piece of art. I will have to shatter your dreams. I will have to chas v'shalom send something your way that you don't want to wake you up. Because Baruch Hu's are not to get us. They're to keep us focused. As a matter of fact, just to prove it, next week's parasha begins, Atem Nitzavim Hayoyim. And Rashi tells us that Klai Yisrael was shaking when HaKadosh Baruch Hu finished the 98 Teichacha. And Mashabena says, don't worry about it. Nothing's going to happen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's not going to do it. Look, you're still standing. Because the idea is not to punish you. The idea is to wake you up. The minute you do what you're supposed to, nothing's going to happen. This is the Amuna. How incredible. Klal Yisrael goes ahead and responds. Our love for that is so unparalleled is not because, not despite what happens to us, it's because what happens to us. We are the ones that are constantly getting punished, constantly getting afflicted. Why? We keep on getting so close to the fence. Everyone who knows history knows where we were up to in Spain. Right before the Inquisition, we were this close to assimilation in Spain. It was the golden age, it was the best time in history. Everybody knows what was going on in Germany pre-World War II. Everyone knows the Jews had it made there. Go through history and watch those periods of times for the best. All of a sudden, Kosh Baruch Hu slams us with an Inquisition, with the Holocaust. Again, we're not coming to explain what happens and why. But just open your eyes and see. Kosh Baruch Hu says, you're assimilating, you're going off. I have no choice but to afflict you. When we're doing what we're supposed to, these things don't happen. 
The Chizuk is before Rosh Hashanah. Yes, this is the Meharachamim. So why are we talking about the Teichachah? No, this is the loving father. I still remember I was a young child. And during Laney, we went to play outside in Shul. And a couple of us ran into the street. I still remember my father, Obershom, was alerted by one of the people in Shul as well as the other fathers. My father came out and screamed at me and gave me a patch, like every loving father should do. He said, don't you ever go on the street again? And I turned, I was a little boy, and I don't remember the whole conversation. Somehow, my father told me that, I was complaining, he said, I, you, know, I, you know why I hit you? Because I love you. And I was like very confused. I was like, why don't you hit my friends? And it's like, because I love you. I can understand, because you love me, you're hitting me and not my friends. And of course, now I look back and say, yeah. I was the one he was concerned about, so only I got to punch. Had he not loved me, he wouldn't care if I ran in the street. Because Baruch Hu's 98, so we shouldn't run into the street. And how beautiful the Pasuk is. What is it that makes us so dedicated and devoted to Kosh Baruch Hu? Says the Rekeach at Pshat, Kosh Baruch Hu gives us the 98, he constantly cares. And he's watching over us. The Muna we need to be mechazik this Muna as we go into Rosh Hashanah. As much as you believe in Akash Baruch Hu's Chesed on the month of El, and they're in the Yimei Rachim and Baratzin, that's how much Rachmanis we get. If you don't think it's all relevant, unfortunately, we don't tap in. Akash Baruch Hu should help us the Chizik of Amuna that we have tonight. With this Chizik of Amuna that the, when Akash Baruch Hu patches us. That's when we see him. The base of Mikdash both went down in the Chodesh Av. Why? Av means father. Only a father takes things away from his kids. Only a father punishes. We should be zeicha for that chizuk. Come to Rosh Hashanah. We should all be zeicha to exceed the chasim and Taiva and an amazing, sweet, and lechtig year with the Geula Shalayim of Meir of Yamein. Have a wonderful Shabbos.